a crazy world with so much going on. Two brave gentlemen in Orlando, Florida, John Hannon and Chris Coleman, aim to provide a comedic spin on newsworthy and personal events. With one focused on funny and one informing, will they be able to save humanity with humor, facts, stories, and interviews? Join them as they try to fix the world's problems one joke at a time. This is Funny to Informing. Welcome to Funny to Informing, episode 167. I am John. That is Chris Pizza Peisenberg Coleman. That's me. That's John. We're funny to informing. John just said it. Yeah, we're we have like a bit of a middle ground for this show because there really wasn't too much going on, which isn't a bad thing. It's really not. Um, we don't have Tuttle's ten. No, we gave that guy a week off. We figured after uh, an entire show with the guy last episode. If you didn't hear, go listen to it. You get uh, an entire Tuttle's sixty-five minutes or <laughs> one hundred and twenty yeah. minutes, whatever that show was. And uh, we figured we'd give him a week off, you know? Yeah. Uh, no what's up, Doc. We have bold print only. Uh, and did you hear? It's just because there was a lot of news. But what I like, it was like kind of even keel for, you it, know, like it, we're not one-upping the, the past week. No, 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 <laughs> you no, know? no, no, no. But we, got to, we do have some new stories. I, I went through and I like, I pretty much skipped over all my capital headlines because it's like it's all been covered. There might be, a, you know, a little bit here or there, but that's it. Yeah, this is uh, the show where we focus on the jokes first with bits of information and stuff from the news, personal stories, sometimes interviews. And uh, yeah, like I feel like we're at this point in our in our life you know as as a as a human race that if like aliens were to take over parts of india or if we found out that there were uh, robots rising in europe or something we'd be like ah it's not that impressive and i feel like we're at that point <laughs> right and it's like what the fuck uh, we kind of saw that coming yep it would just be the next meme yeah because well, this week it's like there's i'm reading all these stories and normally they would be crazy but i'm like for the time that we're living in i'm like no nah, it's not wild enough oh it's not not too crazy like, yeah right your it, meme is weak i know if it's yeah. not funny and about twisted tea you can go fuck yourself oh and i do want to say this because i feel like this might be different in terms of like the news that we deliver but we agreed upon changing our schedule for the new year yeah we kind of talked about it a little bit on our first show of the year but we weren't really concrete on it yet so we've got a more concrete day yeah, well, if you noticed, because this week it came out on a, on a specific day, the same as last week, and now I think we're going to be switching to Tuesdays consistently. Yeah, yeah it should hopefully be Tuesdays going forward. Um, you know, Wednesdays as a backup if something happens, you know. Yeah. John does the editing, well, you know this, so if something happens in John's life, as things have been known to fucking happen at the, the you know second half of last year especially. Hmm. I, I'm Always cur- something. I'm curious to see what the day change actually does for, like, the news that we end up reporting because you know if we if we do them on Thursdays then we're primarily grabbing stories from the weekend and now if we're doing it on Tuesday we're yes. grabbing stories from the week y- yeah exactly that I kind of like it we're kind of like the at the end of the week as to where we're recording so we do we have like at least a Monday through Friday's worth of stories to yeah. go through but I do like to you know I've said it a million times a lot of times during the show I've kind of changed that up now though but I I used to uh, I just would sit there pre-show and like uh, just like search headlines you know and just like whichever ones jumped out at me I'd start pulling and make sure John didn't have them and vice versa for John but now so they would be more much more breaking to the day of I wanted you know more fresher stories but now it's you know I, I just as stories come in I save them I, I subscribe to I told you I subscribe to you know a news service and I get updates I get headlines and they come in and I, I read one I go up oh, that sounds that sounds good or funny or I I could talk about that on the show and I save it away so, yeah do you think like uh, in terms of the news that that comes out you know on a weekly basis do you think that there's more stuff you know that happens on the weekends when people are partying or do you think it's more stuff during the weekdays when people are at work and they're more irritable like what do you think the you know the the better news comes out of i mean because news spans the gamut right like i mean from everything from violence to humor to you know like to the terrible things to funny things to good things to bad uh, I, I say yeah. i feel like there's not a rhyme or reason you know but i mean if it depends on what you're looking at if you look at like crimes and police blotter and stuff Yes, on a Monday or a Sunday, you're going to have a lot more because of the shit going on on Friday and Saturday. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. It, it really does matter what, 
what angle you're, looking, you're at. looking at, right? Yeah, is it crime? Is it uh, is it domestic stuff? Is it you know what I mean? What do you, whatever the case may be. Yeah, because you already is it know. political stuff. Obviously, not much coming out from politics over a weekend generally. No, so your no. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is where you're going to see that shit. And you know, like the bombastic stories, like the you know, oh, the, Mr. Bombastic, the, guy, the the drunk dude that wrestles an alligator or you saves know. his dog while still smoking a cigarette. It's like you that know, was like clearly a Friday afternoon for that <laughs> retiree. <laughs> you, you know, it's a long weekend for that guy. You know? Well, it's funny that I mentioned Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday because as this show drops, uh, you want to get it out Tuesday. So tomorrow, we will officially have a new president. Uh, That's so, kind of newsworthy. I would say supposedly. Did I step on one of your? No. Okay, I uh, figured. Yeah, that wasn't one of mine because that's just like again, that's hitting you over the head with the obvious. But I felt like maybe we should. It, I should. Be, it should be mentioned. Yeah, because it's something that's happening I, tomorrow. I momentous have, occasion. I have stories like reg, like regarding that, you know, but nothing like not that specifically. Well, so you, that's not spoiling anything. Okay. Now. Well, well, let's just get it out of the way now. Then, did you hear? Did you hear? <laughs> Let's just start them now. <laughs> too Here's soon. the intro. No, too early. Damn it. All right. Too soon. But, uh, but literally, <laughs> did, did you hear that or see that? Uh, here, here you go. It's not time yet. Did you see that it is a uh, it's like a big star studded event this year and it's going to be like streamed. It's not going to be so much sold as like how Trump and Obama and Reagan and everybody Bush, everybody going back has done the big thing out live on the in the presidential mall, right on the national mall. Yeah, where it takes over everybody's television network. Yeah, and- yeah. Well, so n- this year they're doing like a streaming thing, and it's not even going to be live. I think they're pre-recording it, but it's hosted by Justin Timberlake, and it features like yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's like, random. And like it's a bunch of it's a bunch of performances, dude. Like I can't but remember Justin Timberlake's the only one that sticks in my head, probably because the Man Crush, but. I, other than that, I like I, I there, it is a handful of like pop stars. Demi, Demi Lovato, that's another one. Pop I'm, stars. I'm trying to think of like somebody who in their songs says like "Come on, man" or something like that. Like <laughs> "Come on, <laughs> come on, man." Because <laughs> that, that would be oh, perfect, man, you know. Right? Uh, that would be great. But I, yeah, so yeah, they're doing that. That'll be up. That'll be going on tomorrow night as the show releases. There so. is a lot swirling around with that. I'm and, interested I mean, to check it out. I mean, I know you know, and I'm like, oh, I don't have cable, but I, it'll either be streaming if I'm at home, or I'll be at work, and it'll be on something else. I'll catch it on my phone. I mean, I feel like YouTube's going to fucking stream this thing live, yeah. probably. Oh, I it's watch. the fucking presidential inauguration celebration. I They're w- going to play it. I, everything goes through my phone for the most part nowadays, especially like um, even, uh, you know, like this past weekend, the weekend before that, and the this upcoming weekend, uh, the NFL playoffs have been going on. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I literally have the Fox app and the NBC app and the CBS app, like the networks that run the games. Right, right. Just so I can watch them on my phone instead okay. of having to deal but with... But you stream them like you have a something Chromecast. Oh you, yeah, you, you whatever it is, ping yeah. it, bounce it, shoot it. But there's times fucking stream it, whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> you make it play through your TV through that newfangled thingy, right? Cool. Yeah, it's it was, a TiVo, right? But, and that, like every once in a while, and I don't recommend this, so don't say you heard it from me. But like you know those phone stands that you can get inside your car, you put one of those in your car, and you can watch fucking throw on anything you want to watch while oh, you're driving. Yeah. No, absolutely, dude. I used to set it up. Uh, and uh, put it on my dashboard, like in front of my speedometer, <laughs> right behind my steering wheel. Oh, before there was the holders. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have a holder. I just, I just would like lean it up, you know, put it in portrait mode, and then lean it up right there in front of my speedometer, and just boom, there it is. Yeah, and then it slides when you take too sharp yeah, of a turn. Yeah, exactly. You got to be careful, or I just put my hand out there and hold it. Yep. <laughs> whoa, yep, whoa, yep, whoa! Yep. Oh no! That's, that's what you got to yeah, deal no, with. Those, those holders was probably one of the worst inventions that they could have came up with in terms of like keeping dis- like drivers not distracted. Yeah, I mean, then put all those safety precautions in where you can't play a DVD player in your car while it's in drive, right? Well, if but they no, nobody nobody accounted for phones. Now you're giving them yeah like a perfect place to set up like kind of like a tripod sort of thing, and then <laughs> they can open up Netflix hey, and just start. I, I hear they do they do uh, like car based pornography. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, that that opens up a whole nother world of the internet it opens for me. Up a whole nother door of cars. Now I'm interested. <laughs> it opens up a whole nother set of legs. Yeah, well, it's like the like the really raunchy version of comedians and cars getting coffee. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, comedians and cars getting cunt creamed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love it. Oh my god, cream pies and cunts with cars. I don't oh. Know. oh, that's dirty. I'm that's sorry. a. Fla- There's our show title. That's a flavor. It's a c- <laughs> cunt cream. Oh. Gross. Move on. No, thank. Oh. You. <laughs> anyway, enough about the presidential inauguration. Yeah, uh, pass. <laughs> <laughs> Come wish- on, man. <laughs> I wish we could do that anytime we got like a topic that like we knew we had to talk about but we didn't really want to talk about just like we each get a mulligan or something like nah the topic is 
creamed in cars. Pass. Pass. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, no, but I know you were telling me um, this week a little bit, and I was kind of getting interested myself. Uh, you know, I was thinking about maybe doing it, but you've been donating. Oh, I've been doing shit. You've been donating plasma. That's all I've done this week. Which is weird. I don't know. It's not know. weird. It's just like donating blood, but they give you your blood back. Dude, it's a pretty cool deal. I don't want to sound like an idiot, but I'm not even entirely sure what plasma is. It's a part of your blood. Like, there's two parts of your blood. Well, there's, yeah, so... Is the plasma? I honestly, I'm not super sure. I know there's, you know, you have red blood cells and white blood cells, and white blood cells fight infection and shit like that. Yeah. So, like, if they check your blood and your white blood cells are elevated, it usually means you're sick or you have an infection. Is how they tell. Um. So I think if I, I could be wrong, uh, maybe I Wikipedia it as I talk about it. It's probably a good idea. But um, which, by the way, uh, shout out to Kelly. Uh, she took to the group. And corrected something that Tuttle said last week on episode one sixty six. Oh, did she? Wow! Only one thing. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't reference check anything he said. But I'm just feeling like uh, you could have gotten a lot more, Kelly. Yes. Yeah, thank seriously. you for participating. We love you for listening. And then Tuttle said, you know, to to her directly, like, "Hey, thank you for oh, yeah? correcting me and awesome. paying attention." Um, no, yeah, that that's great. So I always love when that stuff happens, which is good that you're looking it up now. I to, just googled Wikipedia. What, what is, is wrong? Oh with my me, god, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what is oh, plasma right oh my god but I, uh, uh, so here's what all right while i while i while i type this in i think plasma is your white blood cells because you get your red blood cells back like literally the red blood they give it back to you see that's what befuddles me is that like they take this they actually they can something. separate it because the the plasma has a different it weighs more so they put it in a centrifuge which is like a fucking spinny wheel dude like think of a merry-go-round and they take your blood out and they put it in the centrifuge and they spin it in that motherfucking thing really fast and it pulls all the plasma to the top because the plasma's heavier. So then they separate that, they, they strain that out and they put that in a bottle and they save it and then they give me my blood, my red blood back without that. the plasma. And then my body builds the plasma back up over time. That's pretty wild. Okay, so how many times have you done it? Ah, uh, like eight or something. Really? Now? Yeah, like tw- it's twice a week. That's I go a twice lot. Twice a week. Well, I started, dude, I made, in my first month, in my first six visits, I made $700. Damn. Yeah, well, that's no, why I do it. I did get And it takes a couple hours out of my day. I did get, like, a referral thing from you. Yeah, I sent you the like, referral, because oh, then, if you do that referral, you'll get an extra 100 bucks, and I'll get an extra 150 bucks. Dude, okay, so if people are interested in, um, you know, and you need some extra money or whatever... Donating plasma is a great way. They'll definitely at least take it the first time around, you know, and then after yeah, that. Yeah, and then it, they you check it out and make sure. Well, first, before they even take it, they take a small sample. So they do the finger prick, you know, like diabetics do. So they prick your finger and they, they take this little bitty pipette, like this little tiny tube, like think of a tiny straw, like a coffee stirrer. And they fill that fucker up with blood, right? And then that's, they, they take this, like, it's cool. They take this weird syringe, they put it on that little pipette, and they, they, they put that into the, they mush the red blood out of the, out of the straw into, oh. into the centrifuge. And that's when they spin. So you get to watch them do it right there in front of you. They spin the plasma out. It takes like 30 seconds. It spins really fast. Then they take it out. They throw the red blood away. They have the little plasma separately. And then they check how much plasma you have for the volume of blood to make sure that you have enough plasma in your body. You know what I mean? To give, you know, if, you, if you're oh, not yeah. producing enough, they're not going to take it from you. Yeah. So if you have enough and you meet this low, cri- this low number criteria, then they'll take, your, they'll take your plasma. Then they check the plasma to check the protein level in the plasma and they weigh it. It's weird. They literally, they squirt a little bit on this tiny little scale. Oh, and fucking weigh it, and she goes, and they go, whoever, the girl lady or the guy, oh, you're, you know, your protein is blank, blank point blank. It's probably grams or milligrams or I don't know, because it's a tiny little amount, bro. Because okay, I'm trying to, like, think about it, and I'm and then, getting a little woozy really? just trying I mean, to if think you, about it. I mean, if it's hard for you to, like, give blood, like, it's, like, I never have any blood on me. You know what I mean? Like, they're very clean and professional. Like, the needle goes right in, the needle comes out. It's not like I'm dripping blood everywhere. It's like... Have you never given blood or taken blood or I had have, an IV? But not like not on a regular or like I've hardly ever done it. Right. You know, well, or, I mean, it's dude, it's like it's super easy. Like I said, I made seven hundred dollars my first month, and now that was like your first month they give you a bonus. But um, if I go twice a week, and it takes me about an hour and a half general time each time I go. If I do that twice a week, um, it uh, I make an extra hundred bucks a week. Well, yeah, and there, yeah, because there is that, and re- it's, uh, it's three hours of my time. That like referral program where you know yeah, the and, referral and thing's if, cool. If people and are, you make a lot more money your first time out. If you are interested in it, 
hit us up, one of us, me or Coleman, yep. however you got to get a hold of us. Uh, you know, Yeah, there's, there's places all over town, and there's a couple different companies and stuff, too. Yeah. But I could set you up with the one I'm doing, and uh, you can make, you know, it's good money. I, st- I, st- I did it because of Christmas, you know? I was like, fuck, I got extra time. I'm just sitting, you know, I sit at home bored, like, and just fall into depression when I'm sitting at home with nothing, with days off and nothing to do. And I was like, why not just go literally sit? You just sit down in a chair. And fucking for an hour, and then fucking I, I walk out with 50 bucks. Yeah, it's something I'm considering doing because I could just use, yeah, everybody could use a little bit of extra money. And if it's really not taking off, like, cause you don't, it's is it like side effects? Like, you haven't felt shitty no, 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 or anything? No, no, because again, they give you your red blood back. So it's less, honestly, well, it's I don't less. Know, I don't know what a world without plasma in your body means. You know, like, well, I don't, exactly. Maybe I feel like. Lethargic. No, 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 no. I'm definitely not. No, I feel, I honestly, I feel no different really after I fucking donate than before, other than I have, you know, what I would like where the needle was in my arm. Like, I feel that. Okay. No, I, I mean, because I didn't know, because there was like a time around, right around Christmas, actually, when you started it, where you were like, kind of, fuck this, you know, I'm just trying to keep my mental sanity and stuff. I didn't know if maybe because of donating the plasma is when that, but no, I'm no always I feel crazy like that was depressed. always, yeah, I'm, yeah <laughs> never I'm, I'm, mind. I'm long crazy and depressed, <laughs> long before donating yeah. any plasma. Hopefully they're sucking the crazy out. Yeah, I know. Apparently that's what it says here at Wikipedia. Plasma is the carrier of crazy in a man's body. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I I mean, I have a lot. Here's Red Cross. I should go with the Red Cross, right? Here we go. Oh, they definitely know more than anybody else, <sighs> I'd imagine, because I feel like if if I donate plasma, that you're so taking all that I possibly have in my body. So your blood has four parts. Okay, you have red blood cells, which is your red blood. That's what you see, right? That's what you see when you bleed, and uh, then platelets, plasma, and who. Cryoprecipitate. 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 Yep. Woo. Um, so let's see. What is plasma? Plasma is the liquid portion of blood. About 55% of our blood is plasma, and the remaining 45% are red blood cells, white blood cells and platelets that are suspended in the plasma. Plasma is about 92% water. It also contains 7% vital proteins such as albumin, gamma globulin, and antihemophilic factor, and 1% mineral salts, sugars, fats, hormones hormones and vitamins plasma serves four functions in the body maintain blood pressure and volume supply critical proteins for blood clotting and immunity carries electrolytes such as sodium and potassium to our muscles and helps to maintain a proper ph balance in the body which supports cell functions uh, and then uh, so that's why the immunity sets the critical proteins for blood clotting and immunity that's what they do with this uh, protein or with the plasma is they they use that to make um, like vaccines and drugs yeah. for people that have autoimmune deficiencies that have immunity and uh, that, blood that, clotting issues. That could be arguable that that's the most important part of no, it really of, like, is. The I mean, it's itself. cool. Honestly, I'm not going to lie and like say you know like and be falsely altruistic and say I went so I could save lives. I went so I could make money. <laughs> it's cool that like it's cool that <laughs> in my. In my donation, John, where were we looking at it? We remember we were looking at it before, and it said how many fucking. So it tells me there four patients have been treated off of my plasma. Oh, oh my god! It gives you a record of who you've helped. Does it send you like a picture of like no, uh, no, somebody no. from Lupita from fucking <laughs> from Colombia that I've saved her life because of her autoimmune deficiency? No, you, nope. You've helped. Oh, yeah, but wait, here we go. Magic Johnson saved him. You've, saved his AIDS. Uh, two. Aust- That's me, buddy. You're I see, welcome. Uh, two Australian shepherds, a boy from Brazil. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, uh, oh wow! Nice, yep. nice. But yeah, good so, stuff. Yeah, just uh, I've done nine, nine donations. No, but to that, answer but, your question, but it says win- all this on this app right here. It's and a look, win- There's it, all my payouts, John. It's a win-win. You know what all I mean? Like you shit. get money, and, yeah. and like you know, it's, it doesn't take uh, that much time. No, or, you know, you, it's and, very, very minimally invasive. It's a tiny needle. If you're not, you know, squeamish to needles, uh, then fucking it's. It's nothing, yeah. you know, and John's covered I, in tattoos, so I'm sure he can handle it. I know. Yeah. I'm tough. I, I, <laughs> I can tell. I, I, like, well, you, you would think I have a lot of freckles, but literally just each of those freckles are individual tattoos. <laughs> John <laughs> has more tattoos than anybody I know. <laughs> All right. um, let's take a uh, an early break because yeah. uh, we have so many news stories, so we're going to do bold print only and Digi Hears in the back half. I don't know what's going to come first yet. I haven't decided. Uh, yeah, I say we'll do probably Digihears, and then we'll cram in Bold Print Only, because that's for the, you know, the uh, the headlines that didn't make the show. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. So uh, this is episode 167 of Funny to Informing, and we will be right back. Never get free, to the slaughter, what you gonna do when there's blood in the water? The price of your greed is your son and your daughter, what you gonna do when there's blood in the water? Tell me everything's not 
find All the people ain't happy And the river has run dry You thought you could go free But the system is done for If you listen real closely There's a knock at your front door You'll never get free Lamb to the slaughter What you gonna do when there's blood in the water The price of your greed is your son and your daughter What you gonna do when there's blood in the water When there's blood in the Funny to informing episode 167. I am John. That is Chris Pizza Peisenberg Coleman. That's me. That's John. That was grandson. Blood in the water. Is that your grandson right not, there? Not my grandson. Old man Coleman. I, I was, you know, my natural response was to say, I wish that was my grandson, but no, because <laughs> I fucking love my grandson and I don't wish my grandson was anyone else. But I hope that my grandson is as successful and more. Yeah. Uh, so, Blood in the Water. Yeah, grandson. And like, that's I a love great, that song. That's a good song. Yeah. When we were thinking of uh, break songs, uh, you know, blood music. What's a, oh, blood. Uh, I was like, I got one, John. And then I started playing it. It was like, goddamn right, we're playing that. Yeah. And I was uh, like, and I like it anyway. It's not, it just happens to work and i love the song so yeah so we have the digi here's and then the bold print only uh to wrap up the show and i'm trying to do this without feeling too bad mm-hmm. uh because you have this like like the stray cat outside that's meowing that's left just and the right. one that's just the one I, and it's, you haven't seen the rest oh really yeah, there's more yeah. yeah it's like your house well because i have a bunch at my house yeah, 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 yeah. you know that similar it's I mean I mean like because for me I get guilt tripped very easily you know okay. what I mean like okay. that's almost why I don't really eat when I'm out in public is because if I'm eating and somebody else isn't eating then I feel so bad that you I'm feel not guilty hungry. yeah yeah it, even if you're at a restaurant where people have the choice to eat <laughs> it's and like then they either do or they I don't know. based on their choices not on their money in their pocket generally it's hard to explain that I is just, I you're weird I it's like an anxiety thing I don't know I, hey I who the fuck am I to judge over social anxiety yeah I don't know <laughs> so like I'm hearing this cat meowing outside and it's just like it, it I feel his meows like he's me like I'm cold yeah. I'm hungry I don't know maybe it's because I've maybe it's because I'm older and just a more bitter piece of shit and uh, maybe it's because uh, I'm used to it here with this cat but uh yeah now I'm just like shut up Cat. Yeah, exactly. We were about to start, and I'm like, "Hey, here, kitty!" Pss, pss, pss. And you're like, "Get the fuck out of here, cat! <laughs> I'll fuck you He's up!" Not, no, no, calm down. No, <laughs> it's not like that. I actually love love animals. <laughs> I love dogs. I especially love cats. Um, but like, I don't. Yeah, I don't really have like you know like a necessarily warm fuzzy spot in my heart for like stray outdoor cats. Um, like feral style cats. This cat's clearly not feral. Like it's sweet. Like it's coming up and crying and meowing. And my roommate's the one that feeds the the stray cats, which is you know. And I, I just keep saying, "I ain't him, bro." 
Yeah. I ain't him. I yeah, yeah, exa- exactly. He'll be home after work. <laughs> you hit that motherfucker up. You you see him roll down the street, you fucking then you know what's coming. Yeah, I definitely exaggerated. You're not a complete monster. No. Oh. I just uh, again, I was just like, "Ah, get out of here, cat." Cuz he was like pushing the boundary of trying to come in the house and I was like, Get the fuck out of yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, we uh, are going to move on into the digi here's, which yep. are some stories that we had. Dude, I got to tell you right now, I got some good ones. I'm well, actually, we got some bangers this week, I feel like. I'm really Bangers happy. and mesh. <laughs> I, I don't know. I like the uh, the positivity uh, that, oh, are, yeah? that are bleeding through the ones that I have. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm going to shit all over that. <laughs> all right. But if uh, if you guys want to follow along on our digi here's or our bold print onlys or any of the major stuff that we talk about on the show and extra, uh, you can check us out on facebook.com slash funny to informing. Same thing on Instagram. Instagram as well. Funny to informing. You can follow me personally at pizza underscore Peisenberg. And John doesn't fuck with his page much, but it is Han and John. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, I did my yeah, last fine, name because there's a billion Johns, and there's probably a bunch of John Hannons. Honestly, if you yeah. were to search it, well, like, and I know people like with their handles, they do they put the word in official, like kind of like their celebrity. Even if you're not, you're like official. I John know what Hannon. kind of like uh, fucking self-aggrandizing <laughs> pieces of shit do that. Like, Heisenberg official on Instagram. <laughs> 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 you son of a bitch but uh i will say i don't really fuck with that page a lot i was like i made that as like uh i think i just made it as a backup i don't know in case i i really made it in case i ever like uh ever get off my ass and have the uh the capital to start this fucking this self business well because that's, that's what i'm gonna kind of market on over there is unless on my personal stuff you've had pizzas named after you and stuff so you want to trademark or keep that name or, or I should tra- trademark it. So have all the responsibilities. I dropped the ball. I got a li- yeah. When yeah. I got my when I got my money last year, my little government money, I should have looked into fucking trademarking that. Uh, and taking it off the menu over at certain places. Anyways, it is what it is. Here nor there. <laughs> It'll be on its own menu soon enough. I'd support you a thousand percent of the way because I feel hey. like that is yours. That's your thing. No, you know what I, mean? I mean I made that shit. God Hell right. yeah! What? God damn right. Who's gonna fucking tell you otherwise? Anyways, uh, so let's uh, can't get into. Can't tell the- me nothing. <laughs> you can't tell me nothing. Uh, let's get into the digi here's and some stories that we found this week. Nope, can't tell me nothing. Did you hear that? Positive stories, Jinx. Jinx. I win. I win that one. You motherfucker! You owe I owe you a shot. A shot. Okay, here you go. Oh, you didn't want to drink yours. I, that... I will, but I already drank one. <laughs> I like, know. I was an animal. You set them down, and I wasn't even thinking. And as soon as you set it down, I was like, "Gulp!" And Damn then it. I was like, "Oh, John, I already drank mine. We didn't cheers or anything." Fuck! I feel like you lost on purpose. Like Jinx. Oh, I owe you a shot. No, here no, you no, go. no, no, no. <laughs> but as soon as like I owed you something, I was like, "What can I give him?" Oop! This shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just don't hit on us. Uh, so, oh. Just don't get anonymous on us. Uh, my inner demon, or my the guy I try to keep buried down there, that college party frat boy guy. Hanan. Sometimes he comes short, out. Is that what it is? I just call it short temper. Just short fuse Hanan. Yeah. He's my, <laughs> when my, he's ready to go, he's ready to go. My alter ego. He's going to tell you. <laughs> let's just go. Let's go. I'm like, we're going, John. We're already in the car. <laughs> he doesn't give you any time to come out. He's yeah. just like, here nope, I am. Nope. It goes, it's from, uh, It's. I would say from zero to 100, but it's more like from 100 to zero. <laughs> Real fucking quick. No. N word. I know. Drake. That was a Drake okay. song. Uh, I'll start us off. Did you hear that uh, China built China? a fifteen hundred room hospital in five days amid another COVID surge? So if nobody's familiar, you probably are. That there's been another spike in COVID cases and deaths, and um, so they built a fifteen hundred room hospital in five days. That's got to be some kind of fucking record. Damn, I was going to do the same story. No, you're not. <laughs> I asked you beforehand. I know. I know. Do you have anything about China? You said no. <laughs> nope. Uh, mine's about, uh, oh, turns out it's China. No, mine's Shanghai. It's not about China. It's about China. China. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Damn, dude. So, which, so China is still battling this shit 
crazily, apparently. Yeah, well, and they have like a plan in place. It says the hospital is one oh, of six. Mm-hmm. Uh, this hospital is one of six with a total of 6,500 rooms uh, being built in Nangong, uh, south of Beijing. Nangong? I could have said that wrong very <laughs> you, easily. Very, I'm sure you may have. Most likely. Kelly, honestly. if he's wrong, correct us. <laughs> Facebook.com slash funny to inform. Yeah, and I think it's uh, just fantastic that in the in the course of five days, they were able to, to get this hotel up, and then they have plans, obviously, to get a few more up. And, I mean, I, I have never seen... You because everybody that that's a notorious thing with construction workers. It's like oh well, they start the project, they spend three months thinking about it, they they you know do two months of uh, figuring out the finances for it, and then after two years, the bums haven't even started. And like oh, right. uh, but no, this one was they did not play games, and hopefully it doesn't mean that there's going to be bugs in the hotels and shit. Like, right, because they rushed the job, power surges, and people getting electrocuted on <laughs> oh, a, on a breaker God. or something, or their ventilator shutting down. Yeah, these things could come back to. Uh, hopefully it wasn't too much too soon but i mean it, it Chinese, is good news me play joke <laughs> me fuck your ventilator up go oh. go uh okay so back to you back to me in the studio john hannon did you hear dr dre released from hospital after brain aneurysm oh did you did were we not talking about was it not me and you did no. we not bring up the uh, that i saw the headline that he had the aneurysm no and then the same day that uh the, i saw the news that he had the aneurysm this is uh this is going back a few days well the well the a- actual aneurysm is about a week ago now but uh at the same day he supposedly he posted on twitter you know oh i'm feeling great i'll be going home soon and people were like, eh, you don't have a brain aneurysm. And then post on your own Twitter the same day, like, I'll be, I'm great. I'm feeling great. You're not feeling great right after the day you had, like literally the same day. And I, and so there was some conspiracy this and conspiracy that. But uh, he, yeah. he, he was he's in a hospital in California and he's like, I had a great time in Japan. I'm on my way back right now. <laughs> uh, this COVID hospital in China is awesome. <laughs> Can't read any of the words <laughs> on any of the signs because uh, it's in Chinese. No, Dr. Dre, it's in English. Yeah, you're you just, had an aneurysm. So <laughs> you're fucked up. <laughs> you're on China Twitter. Uh, but, aneurysms are the worst. So as of today, this news, as we record the 15th. Uh, no, sorry, yesterday as we record. Uh, but yeah, Dr. Dre will finally get to sleep in his own bed tonight. He's been discharged from the hospital after suffering the brain aneurysm, but doctors are still watching him closely. Uh, sources close to Dre tell us he went home Friday, and while he's on the road to recovery, he still needs attention. We're told there are medical professionals at his home, of course, because he's got money like that, who will monitor him 24-7 for the next few weeks to make sure he's okay. His, his agent was He was probably, in the ICU, though. Yeah, he was probably like informed, like, hey, you know, there's doctors taking care of you, and then he's like, fuck that, I'm a doctor. Probably the I'm going to tweet, right? I'm fine, I'm well, a doctor, I mean, diagnosed. So the last time the guy disappeared from notoriety, came back with that hit with Eminem, I need a doctor. Uh, ironically he really did here but uh <laughs> but yeah so he, he was in cedar sinai and i feel like uh it's over his divorce remember we reported on his divorce oh, on our very yeah. show, John? i heard his uh his wife future ex-wife is asking for the moon like 12 million a month or some shit oh that's too much some ridiculous number. even for him that's maybe too i'm much. really overselling it but either way it's some millions amount of dollars it's multiple millions a month she's wanting and i'm like really and people and I don't know. We got into this discussion at work, and people were like, "He's got it," and I'm like, "But does well, she yeah. need it? Yeah, of but course does she's she got need it? it? I don't know. I know. I don't know. Anyway, the back doctor, to the new studio, John. The doctor no longer needs a doctor. Actually, he does. He needs an at-home doc. He gave him the news. He's got a bad, bad case of aneurysm <laughs> of loving his ex-wife, <laughs> who now he owes no, a lot of money. I'm sure to. he hates her. I'm uh, sure he hates her. I'm sure. Um, uh, okay, so did you hear a French baker? Uh, saved his apprentice from deportation, an 18-year-old. I'm not even going to try his last name. I'm just going to call him T. Okay, just call him Jacques. Yeah. (laughs) Jacques Kukake. 18-year-old Jacques T um, uh, uh, had an apprentice, or a, um, what is that, a mentor? Uh, An apprentice. A 50-year-old. Oh, no, so his mentor, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, A 50-year-old French baker, and um, what this French baker did was go on a hunger strike and after 11 days, he became hospitalized. Um, Holy it, shit. Yeah, like In it, COVID it, era, too. It, it kind of became a... So he's a, taking up beds from ventilator patients. I understand. Go no, on. No, that's... <laughs> you son of a bitch. That's a selfish way to look yep, at it. Yep, you selfish Gandhi. Uh, yeah, so he was hospitalized after 11 days of going on a hunger strike in, a, in an, an attempt to draw attention to his uh, Jacques T. Um, uh, apprentice, 18 years old. Jacques T. Who worked... 
for him. Oh my God, these names. <laughs> he worked with him at a La Huche Epain. La Huche Epain. Epanye Bakery <laughs> in the eastern city of. Jeez. Uh, in the eastern. <laughs> in eastern <laughs> France. Yeah, I know. In an eastern city in somewhere in the middle of France. Uh, but he says um, he was an exemplary worker and you could see that right away. He would arrive at 3 a.m. to bake and leave by 9 a.m. to pursue his studies. Uh, so he was a full time, uh, you know. So the younger one hunger. St- Struck? Strike the, the older the older one hunger. The older one hunger struck for the hunger younger stroke himself. So, <laughs> hunger stroke himself almost to death. Oof, you really gotta watch out for dehydration when you're stroking <laughs> that much. But uh so like how did this save the guy and where was the guy going to be deported to where is he from Jacques T he's not French uh, he was going to be returned to his country it doesn't say which country but huh. it says to his country in Western Africa oh okay 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 yeah, and then um, somebody refused to grant him a resident card upon reaching majority age. So he was like eighteen years old. Gotcha. It's like it's time. Like I'm, I'm so he be needs able to become uh, yeah some type of resident and legally solidify his status. He didn't. They were going to send him away and fucking old Frenchie hunger stroke himself yeah. almost to death. It says Jacques T lost his legal protection to remain in the country as a minor, and authorities began deportation proceedings against him. So when once he hit that age of being old enough, is France run by Trump like, too? I know, right? <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> How far does that tree branch go? Good thing go? he was over 18. He wasn't put in a cage. No. Uh, Allegedly. No, but it is, it is, it's a good story, right? You yeah, know, no, I, that's awesome. That is some positivity but, right there. Between this and but, the China building. So I mean, 50-year-old Frenchie Baker, he's okay? Yeah. Frenchie now, Baker, now that's his he's name. okay. He's being seen as a hero to you know help a, an innocent, honest, hardworking civilian you know that yeah. contributes to society. Right. Uh, he, he fought for him, and now he's seen as a hero. Le Gandhi. In the eastern city of somewhere random in, in <laughs> eastern France. France. That's all we know. <laughs> Jacques T. Uh, back to you. Did you hear the federal government has executed its first woman in 67 years? Whoa. Yeah, I, I felt like we needed I needed to do the story. It's kind of a big story this week. And uh, and I remember doing one on the first uh, man, I think, the first person they, they federally executed. We did it on our show not too long ago, sometime in 2020. Um, yeah. And it was like the first time in almost 20 years for for the because the federal government doesn't do a lot of capital punishment. I remember that. So yeah, do you? Well, yeah. uh, do you? It's not do you remember? It's did you hear? <laughs> I know. But uh, well, this one's new. So yeah, uh, it says here. Kansan, they call her Kansan. Kansan Lisa Montgomery is first woman executed by federal government in 67 years. So this woman is despicable. Uh, the crimes she committed uh, are fucking terrible. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, so for a woman to be executed for the first time in over six decades or whatever, yeah, almost I feel seven. Like, I feel like you know, there's other evil women out there that this could have been applied to. So, so I don't know why this went so many years without a another female execution well guys left and right are getting executed it's because of the heinousness of her crime sexist (laughs) nope uh (laughs) because of uh the federal government early wednesday so as this drops it was almost a week ago uh early morning hours of wednesday last week uh they killed and uh let's say they they executed lisa montgomery who killed an expectant mother and kidnapped her baby 16 years earlier in northwest missouri so back in what 16 years ago that was like oh four yeah, early 2000s, yeah, 04, or uh, 05. So, yeah, 05, it would have been 05, excuse me. But uh, yeah, Montgomery, 52, of Melbourne, Kansas, died by lethal injection at the federal prison in Terre Haute, Indiana. She was the first woman executed by the federal government in 67 years. She was pronounced dead at 1.31 a.m. So literally, they were like, midnight, let's kill this bitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so in 04, there let's, we go. Because l- l- they give her her, her meal. Yeah, and she gets her last her, meal. I, I wish I had that. It doesn't say what her last meal was. That would be interesting. I'm but, always I'm always curious on their last words her crime, and what their last meal yeah, was. Yeah, last words also. Her crime is heinous, man. In 04, Montgomery strangled Bobby Joe Stinnett, 23, of Skidmore and cut her unborn baby from her womb with a knife. She was convicted of kidnapping, resulting in death, and in 2007 was sentenced to die. Horrible. So she killed Horrible. an expectant mother, cut her baby out of her fucking stomach, took it home and tried to pass the baby off as like her own. Like she had a baby. Oh, she wasn't pregnant five minutes ago. She comes home, you know, whatever, hours later, and she fucking has a, you know, obviously not living baby, 
because she cut it from the. You know what I mean? Like, that is grotesque as shit. That's uh, that, that's like a horror is, movie quality. It is. It is uh, villain. You know, like what? Like what? A monster. I'm trying to see if it says anything. But they so they argued that she was not fit for execution. She was not mentally. You know, no, fit, you you got to be they, executed. You that is that is a they, way, a you different know, they took breed. her before enough enough uh, doctors to prove that otherwise that she knew what she was doing. Yeah, enough, you're a different breed of human being if you do that shit. Yeah, I'm trying Come to on. see. You know what I mean? If there's anything about her last words or her meal, God, I got no. I love the here, last man. words because sometimes the last words are like a joke, you know, and then sometimes it's like let's just do the damn thing, you know, get on get on with it, and then sometimes it's really poetic. And and somewhat beautiful or artistic in some sort of way, or you know they hint at their regret. And no, no, sometimes it's it's oh, pretty my crass. God, dude! At trial, prosecutors described Montgomery as a scheming manipulator and accused her of faking mental illness. They said her killing of Stinnett was premeditated and included meticulous planning, including online research on how to perform a C-section. Oh. Yeah, see, she, if so, you're doing research, yeah. And I actually think the baby that she, unstabi- I think unstable. The, exactly, right? Premeditated, right. You're lying. Uh, so, and I think the baby that she took lived, bro. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, that's, I, don't think, I don't think the baby died. Just the, the lady, the mother died, obviously, but I think the baby lived, which is insane. An insane twist on this story. That really is. Especially since the criminal did not. Back to I, you in uh, the studio, John. Hammond. Yeah, I swear. People are just. That's a dark one. Wild. Told and you I was ridiculous. coming for your positivity, you son of a bitch. Um, did you hear? I have one more positive one to fight right. that, sir. Fight it, fight it, fight it. <laughs> did you hear? Um, Florida, uh, a Florida restaurant manager uses co- covert signals to rescue an abused child. So uh, here, um, right. It's around, called American Sign Language. Get it yeah. together, guys. Right around the corner from where you know we are uh, on Kirkman Road here in Orlando, Florida. Oh, shit. Okay. There's a Mrs. Potato restaurant um, <laughs> okay I was so like, that's what it's called oh, all right i thought you were talking about the hasbro toy <laughs> it's very old and classic yeah uh so they uh, a waitress said that they observed the boy um and they noticed that like he was getting denied food by his parents and that was kind of like what drew their attention initially um and the fact that he was denied uh food and he looked like the, the boy looked very shy and quiet and unhappy um so the the waitress kind of became suspect to it brought it up to to her manager um it was super strange to me she said i could see that he was super quiet and sad but uh i she tried to ask if the boy was okay and he nodded yes but it was not convincing she said um huh. yeah and then she came back with a note uh, behind the parents back it says do you need help are you okay and then um uh, he nodded his head yes to the first question no to the second um yes he needs help no he's, no, not, he's okay. not okay right and then uh wow. and then that's when they called 911 they had realized that um the boy's mother 31 years old uh, was arrested in early january and faces two counts of child neglect for failing to report the abuse um and then the father i guess now is being arrested, yep, because he he got locked up Holy because shit. of like is it supposedly because of abuse? it's a, an ongoing thing. They could yeah. prove abuse, or uh, they came and investigated, and then from there it says wow. a, after a police investigation, they uncovered much worse allegations and clear signs of abuse. And the stepfather, oh stepfather, ah. so yeah, stepfather was arrested, um, you know, for on multiple counts of aggravated child abuse. Yikes! And and the mother, I guess, had already had that history going. For Good her. catch by the was it the manager or the server at Mister P- Mrs. Potato? What the fuck, Ms. Mrs. Potato? Mrs. Potato on Kirkman Road. Never oh, heard of this place. Right off of Kirkman. Go? Let's go record a show from there, John. I almost want to go there. Just maybe like, if I maybe if we go on a day when I'm depressed, I get a note. <laughs> I know. If, if I go, <laughs> is there, John hurting you? Yeah. Yes. If, Do you need help? <laughs> yes. If my alter ego Hanan comes out, like yeah. I know that they'll be able to take care I'll of just, me and help me. I'll be miserable. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, but no, that's a great story. That is, man. The, I can't believe that right, right here in our neck of the woods, kid got saved. What dude. are your necks doing in my woods? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> uh, okay, so back to you. Did you hear? Bow wow. That's right. Bow wow. Not little anymore. Not little anymore. Although I think he's still pretty little, cute little Bow Wow. Big Bow Wow. Bow Wow draws packed, mostly unmasked crowd during a Houston concert. The headline reads, 
Bow Wow draws packed crowd in Houston, a COVID nightmare. Did it say how many people? Like, um, was it like thousands, tens of thousands? I don't believe or? so. No, no, no. It was like at a club. I mean, because uh, if it's like, see. if it's no, like, no, here we go. It's no, nope. oh. it's, it's way worse. Than <laughs> yeah, you it's exactly oh, what no. I thought, and way worse than the, the prediction John just gave. But uh, Bow Wow's catching heat for performing at a packed club this weekend. But more than him, the people who put their lives at risk here, who were catching major heat. The rapper was one of a handful of artists who showed up Friday to Clay Houston for a bash celebrating club promoter Larry Morrow's birthday. So it's just like for some regular fucking guy, Larry Morrow, a club promoter. Okay. He gets Bow Wow to come out, which is like, I guess that's where Bow Wow's at right now, guys. That's Bow Wow's cool. level of his career is he's performing for Larry Morrow at Clay Houston. I'm not exactly like, oh, I miss Bow Wow. Uh, the dude see. is a legend. Uh, <laughs> right? It is what, whatever. Some footage, uh, let's see, some footage from the event leaked online showing just how packed it got. Packed and mostly unmasked. Meek Mill and Jay Prince Jr. were also there. Neither seemed to be wearing masks. And there's a picture of Meek Mill uh, from Instagram. Uh, but anyway, the clip m- making the rounds captures the audience below the stage. And it's clear there's upwards of... What do you think uh, it is? Oh fuck! Well, because I it's was thinking, not a thousand, so it's uh, less than a thousand. I was going to say I'm thinking like tens of thousands of people. So my initial guess would have been about seventeen thousand to twelve, like twelve to seventeen. Uh, I'm going to say three hundred people. Okay, it is a club. Keep that in mind, John. It's not like a three hundred. Yeah, 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 No, no, but you're seventeen thousand. I'll say, whoa, what no. club is that? The biggest club in the world. Too much. Yeah. Okay, but three hundred. Yeah. Uh, so, and it's clear there's upwards of a hundred people. And probably more. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Looking on as Bow Wow performed. They were singing the lyrics to his song, Like (laughs) You, before Bow Wow jumped in to finish it off. Wow, cool. Oh, so I think Bow Wow was just partying, and they played a Bow Wow song because Bow Wow was there, and then he jumped up on stage and was like, I'm going to, it's pretty much Bow Wow karaoke. I was going to say- He karaoke'd his own shit. I was just about to say that. I I figured I wonder if he knows it's even his song. He's like, oh, I know the words to this. (laughs) the words to this. Give me, get the mic. And he still fucked him up. (laughs) But there is a lot of videos here. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, I love it. As I'm searching, one of the people who fucking, who really like smacked him on Twitter and gave him a shit for it, Zach Braff, my boy from Fake Doctors Real Friends. I like him. They shit on, they shit on these COVID fuckers all the time. And it's Zach Braff shared something on Twitter. It's, uh, I thought about it and have decided I'm not willing to die for Bow Wow. And then it's (laughs) a clip of like, look at all these people in the club of Bow Wow. Look, there's a video. Oh my God. See how, if it sounds terrible. Yo, okay. And it's a lot like that. So he's on it's stage. It's just terrible club footage. He like in that video he busts out on stage and nobody cares. Nope. He's yep. like <laughs> And he's like That was supposed to be his little baby bow wow dick and That was supposed to be his big moment, you know? Like he busts out there and everybody's like, "Oh shit, he's actually here." Fumbled the ball. Nobody cared. the ball. Everybody was nut to butt and sweaty and they're just like mad that And there's yeah, there's there's one guy in a mask in this still photo, John. Look right there. Boom. Big bright blue mask. Got it. Everybody else not a single one. One guy. Just clubs man that's why even if i went to clubs which i don't because of overcrowding certainly wouldn't be going to them now that is a noble ass because they're still doing fucking like clubs and stuff downtown man like oh yeah i drive past yeah. on like a tuesday night and i'm like why is there fucking 100 people on the lining the street i think florida, on a tuesday for some shitty ass little fucking small club nobody heard of i think florida's half of the like the laughing florida's stock terrible. in the country yeah florida's for... bad la's bad because i hear right there zach braff you know i right. hear him talk about it a lot and um, la's terrible but uh okay. yeah so he got some shit and bow wow's doing club shows now when you don't even ask him to all of 117 people. Back to you in the studio, John Hannon. Um, okay, so I don't have any more Digi here. Yeah, well, that's it we for Digi's. Do, Wrap it up. Yeah, we're, we're getting close to the end here, and uh, we just have some bold print-only news. So just headlines. We're gonna yeah, headlines that didn't make quick. the show. Yeah, and like, because I'm, I'm ready to, to have uh, the rest of my night available, because nobody knows this, but like, I've been looking to find comedy around town for... The past few we weeks. We have failed at uh, showing up. We actually showed up on the right night, and we got there, and they were like, we were like, no comedy tonight? And he it, was like, no, they took the night off. I'm like, fuck you, New but Year. But it's happened more than once. It's oh, been like three yeah, times no, I know, now. I know. So many failed So attempts. it's been like one after the other after the other. So, so we're going to make up for tonight. I have a lack of faith in it, That's but fine. I hope that when we get there, we get we're to gonna see We're going to wrap comedy. up and go enjoy Pizza's Pick this week. 
Bull and Bush shit sandwich comedy show yeah. hosted by Orlando's own Ross McCoy with some of the best scotched eggs. Some I've of the ever best had. scotch eggs in town. Um, awesome beer, great staff, hilarious comedy, and Ross McCoy uh, also part of the Orlando podcast family with Tots, the Orlando talk show. Oh yeah, check it out. That guy gets great guests. That's the best acronym in town, right? Hands down, right? Tots, the Orlando talk show. Exactly, F- it works perfectly. It's it's amazing. Uh, okay, uh, bold print only. I'll start us off, but we uh, we'll just go back and forth here. Um, I saw a headline. It said the FBI was warning of armed protests in all fifty states because of the uh, Biden's inauguration exactly. and stuff like that coming I, up. I heard this might be a threat. It's assumed um, that there's going to be problems. Remember, we talked about it right here on our show, uh, Parlor. Oh yeah! You know, in this yeah. whole in this whole melee afterwards, uh, parlor you could not download it. I remember I was at my mom's last weekend after we did our show, and my mom wakes up in the morning and reads the headline. Uh, oh, parlor! You cannot download it on Apple or Android. It's no longer available in the store. And I go, well, I already got it. And she goes, no, I know, I heard your show, and I got it too because you, you got it. it. Yeah. Nope. Well, and I, I was like, look, mom, I got it. I opened it up and it worked. And she was like, I know you just can't download it anymore. Well, the next fucking day we were talking about it at work, and I go, yeah, I know, I got it. Boom! I tried to open it, not available. Ooh, no more parlor. That quickly. And they're trying to quell these organized talking spots you know what i mean for these for these people to come together and organize this shit yeah they're trying to kill that and so it doesn't matter where you live or where you're hearing this from just be safe uh, you know and just try to pay extra attention on, yep. on stay not in your home and watch harmed. justin timberlake yeah none of none Bring of this sexy worth it. back with joe biden yeah the 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 world and the higher ups and the powers that be are going to keep doing what they're doing we don't have much that we can do to change it be safe that's all i care about uh, uh, but but that's my biggest message. Well, on the, it's funny that you that's your first you know your first message because my first bold print only is uh gun sales surging following Capitol riots. Dems and Republicans stocking up. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard they're doubled. That. So it's a, it the, like it's nonstop. Like it's so like now people are kind of all thinking in the same thought process of you know having concern like yep. a certain level yep. of concern and I, I can understand it you know being worried about what what is to come and not knowing and and as that's as definitely we, what's what's pushing it because as, it says in the past you know a lot of times it's been as a Republican incumbent president comes in uh, you, you'll have a lot of uh, dim, Dems buying guns worried about it and vice versa you know usually flip-flops but after these activities you know last week the week before that, uh, yeah, it says it's pretty equal mix. I've never lived in such a circumstance where we are like the future is so uncertain. Like I've lived, you know, like with, with the past almost 30 years for me, Ooh. we've all kind of had an idea of where everything is headed or what, what, what's going to be happening or ah, how we you can say prepare. that, but I was like flying cars by 2015 didn't no. happen. See, Fuck you. Fuck you Spielberg. No, I feel like only the last two years has it been crazy curveballs. And nonstop, you're not wrong. Like and just like stuff that we haven't been really prepared for, or nearly even saw coming. But uh, okay, the, another headline I saw was Nestle is recalling some pepperoni hot pockets. Uh, what? Due to concerns that they are contaminated with glass and hard plastic. Uh, that's scary as fuck. The United States FDA reported that. I just um, ate a fucking hot pocket last weekend. Was it dude. pepperoni? I don't even know. <laughs> because it wasn't in a box it was just in my mom's freezer oh, loose, and i just ate it and there was something hard in it i swear to <gasps> god there was something hard in it and i took it out and was like it was like what is it and like it wasn't glass clearly it wasn't glass it was but it might have been plastic because it was like a dark color see for me I, holy shit dude. like in terms of hot pockets I'm i don't scared. like the pepperoni ones no? i like i like the meatball marinara the ham and cheese ones Ew, ham and cheese and the and the four cheese where it's like all cheese inside i don't eat any of them things they all taste the same to me pepperoni for the most part. well now everything tastes the same to me because i can't of smell course anything. it does covid taste man i know so now it's all i've started and like quick update because i've started to recently slowly start to smell stuff in general but it's i've noticed it's hot food and I, and it all smells like gasoline <laughs> so he's not smelling things if he just smells sense. gasoline off of hot food yeah he smells heat and it smells like gas i i can i i know when did people you hear are cooking <laughs> <laughs> did you smell did you smell it actually john barely did <laughs> yeah uh no but uh yeah i just thought it was funny i mean i don't i it's not a surprise that hot pockets are being recalled because i mean let's just be honest it's it's shit inside bread no, it is total it is, garbage. It's uh, it's toothpaste squeeze. They put as garbage. much they put as much effort into the product as they do their jingle. Hot pocket. I, yeah, clever. Shout out Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, yeah. diarrhea pocket. <laughs> it's diarrhea. Is that pocket. what he says? It is. Yeah, right? he does. Yeah, he. That's a whole riff, and he goes into diarrhea pocket. Yeah. Uh, speaking of diarrhea, 
Uh, one of the stories that fell through the cracks this week is uh, Casey Anthony's back in the news down in West Palm, guys. Ugh. Um, she is uh, apparently she's she opened her own private investigation firm. She wants to be a private investigator. However, she cannot legally be a private investigator. I would never hire her. Of course you would. I would not want her for of anything you, of that happens. So Casey Anthony says uh, she's the owner of a private investigation company, but she can't. She's not legally allowed to private privately investigate. Uh, she just opened her own company in West Palm Beach. Case Research and Consulting Services, LLC. So you guys can look that up. Uh, state officials say she hasn't even filed for a PI license in Florida, so she can't legally do any investigation herself. It's saying, you know, obviously she must be just eyeing it as opening it as a business and hiring hiring other Actual, subcontracted PIs. Yeah, yeah. well, because that's uh, I took a security class. You know, I I was doing security for a little while there, uh, and in that in that class, we were learning from a PI. Um, and, and they explain how hard it is to get to that point where, you know, you're being private security for somebody like Anderson Cooper when he ah, comes to stay in town. Or okay. something. Uh, and that's what he, that's actually the exact example he gave. He was really? like, I'm a private, uh, I'm a, I'm a private security for Anderson Cooper whenever he comes to Florida. So when he comes to Florida, he stays for a few days. I have 24 hours pay for that entire time that he's here. Like, so like if there's a hurricane and Anderson Cooper comes down to report it, right, right. he's here for five days, six days, whatever it is. Right. And then he's paid 24 seven. That's cool. For the 24 the hours. Yeah. So and he it, could work the whole time. He could work five minutes of that time. Yeah, right. exactly. You're just That's kind cool. of hanging out with I mean, him until the fine print on that uh, does not explain that he has the 86 dead man hookers from, the, <laughs> from Anderson's trunk. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So sometimes the demand is a little bit harder than what you bargained for. I, don't, uh. I just thought, I think it's, I just noticed, uh, the the connection here case research and consulting her name is casey like what she just took the y off <laughs> yeah. at her company what a lazy fucking move casey anthony she doesn't want any uh cases a through d but she'll take the case e <laughs> case and e. then <laughs> start from rest there. in peace kaylee uh okay so um uh, another headline i saw the pentagon and we were kind of talking about this with Biden's inauguration and how that's going to be getting a lot of extra Come attention. Come on, man. We talked about this. The Pentagon has authorized 25,000 National Guard members for Biden's inauguration. So they're making sure that this is going to be as protected of an event as they could possibly have. Um, okay. it, there's no telling how anybody else in, you know, civilians and... Uh, they got to protect Justin Timberlake and Demi Lovato. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. Also private security. I Anderson know. Cooper will probably be there. Your buddy's there. I, maybe. He's getting that 24-hour pay, baby. <laughs> you know what? I love it. I bet you he is. And then, like, it's going to be one of those things where, like, after Demi Lovato and Justin Timberlake do their performances and Anderson Cooper's done reporting it, when it comes time for Biden's inauguration... 24,500 of those National Guard members are going to leave and go home. And then yep. Biden's going to be stuck with 500 <laughs> of them. And then like 20,000 oh. angry Trump diaper-wearing babies. <laughs> and, they're uh, wearing diapers, not because they're babies, just because they uh, they want to protest longer and not have to go to the porta potty Yeah, uh, well, the, uh, It's the COVID out the ass. That's what they're watching for. <laughs> They'll wear masks on their assholes. God forbid they fart and then somebody gets pink eye and they're like, COVID. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay, so do you have another one? I got. I, I, I have one more. Do you? Okay, cool. So you do your one more, and I actually got. Uh, I got two quick ones after that. So I'll do my last one, and then I'll hit you with my last one. Okay, gravy. I'm the mashed potatoes. You're the gravy. I like it. I like it. So, uh, all right. So, a substitute teacher who was caught on video telling students Antifa was responsible for the Capitol riot has been fired. That's pretty biased. Uh, yeah. You think? Where do you? Uh, where do you think this teacher was employed? Oh, if I had to guess, I'm going to say a Catholic school. Okay. I'm going to say in the suburbs. Okay. I'm thinking suburbs somewhere in city? the middle of fucking like Nashville. Uh, okay, middle America. I like where your head's at. Uh, Dr. Damian Moses, principal at Bach Academy in Lake Wales, Florida, tells TMZ Crap. the teacher's conduct was immediately dealt with following the incident from earlier this week. We met with her and she has been dismissed not only from our school, but also from the Lake Wales charter school system. And there's actually, oh, there's video of it here. I've got Instagram video. Let's see if we can get any audio. Oh, God. I wish I, I should have known it was from Florida. I really should have. <laughs> and suddenly there was violence. Ah, it's really echoey. The audio is terrible. Ah. Because it's like from a classroom and it's like, it's, I love it though. A student 
had the wherewithal to jump on really quick and fucking get video of there. And it, there was a hashtag that says, know you're racist. I'm always kind of impressed. <laughs> I when, like that. It's when, really echoey though. The audio is no good. Yeah, no, we're, we're not going to spend time going into it, but no. I'm always, I, I am always impressed when people have the wherewithal to get out their cameras and start recording when, when they, it's like a sixth sense or well, and kids, kids ain't fucking around. Yeah. You know, kid, that's and why you know, you're fucked. I'm surprised there was only one video of this. You like feel when something's about to go down and then yeah. you're listening, yeah. like, you know. Um, this is my last one, and we did talk about the rise of gun sales. So it does kind of come full okay. circle in okay. a sort of way. The NRA has filed for bankruptcy. I did hear this. They're, you didn't ask me, but I did hear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the bold it's print. It's a bold print only. I did read this headline. Yeah. Um, they're re- reconstructing a move that the organization says it will allow it to leave New York and move to Texas and become like well kind of reincorporate themselves as a nonprofit okay in Texas okay uh, so they th- this is all a move in the interest of becoming nonprofit leaving New York um, and then so they see that filing for bankruptcy is the best way for them to make that happen uh, the NRA despite gun sales going through the roof and everybody wanting more protection now than ever um, that yeah that's that's what they're what they're leaning on Wow. That's sad, man. Everybody's buying guns, but fucking yeah, gun sales are doubled, but nobody wants to like join up with the NRA. That's like that's how they put themselves out there on that limb. Man. That's what I'm saying. Their opinions are a little too strong yeah. for people. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to jump on board with that when you're just an honest person that wants to protect your family. And rest in peace, you know, to Charlton Heston, you know, who was an amazing actor. And for all my life, you know, all I know, a good man. But he was a very loud, opinionated kind of an asshole there at the end of his life, and a very opinionated, you know, one-sided guy for the NRA. Well, the older you get, kind of the a little, bad figure. Yeah, you're right. Cuckoo. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> they left that guy in power way too fucking. Get a little long. crazy. But uh, I don't know if you heard this one or not, John. But uh, you know, you're aware of Tanya Roberts. Does that name ring a bell? Yeah, Midge from Midge. That 70s Show. That we 70s talked about show. this a little bit last week. Okay, we talked about it on our show? Yeah. Oh, did we? talked we? about it with Tuttle. Okay, well then, yeah. I, I see, this This was saved. I had so many stories, I was just killing them off. But uh, did I talk about that it was uh, a UTI? Did I mention that? Oh, and not COVID? No, you she died about, from a UTI. Oh, dude, no, no. Cause this I think is, this is the twist that came out ta- this week. What we talked about was that she had... Was reported dead. Came, yeah, like, was was said like, oh, it's a hoax. Yeah, you know and why? Then she was actually dead. That's why I had this headline in there because I had three headlines in the, in my fucking same stories because <laughs> it was she died. No, she didn't. Yes, yeah. she did. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck is it? So there was all this back and forth. But yeah, it's UTI. come out that yeah, you an upper or uh, urinary tract infection. Yeah. Ooh, dude. Ooh. Like, so I, you know what that means? Yeah. Tanya Roberts, who was dirty, filthy girl. How? Yeah. How old was she? I'm trying to get her age. Fuck. I oh, she's got to be in her 60s. She was in her late 60s. I'm pretty Have sure. But she was getting it, not washing it out. Oof. <laughs> God bless you, man. That was my Tracy Morgan. <laughs> Wash out your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this just about does it for episode 167. It does. Right? I have one quick other story though. Uh, after I talked about Tanya Roberts, we haven't heard from her in forever. And Bow Wow, right? In yeah. the longest time. When was the last time you heard about Bow Wow? Mm. I, uh, I had a quick couple of headlines that I saw and I wanted to just throw them all in really like a couple of them here at one time at on Bold Print only. I felt like what other place? I feel like I'm ready to take it. But it's it. like, uh, I definitely, I, pu- I lumped them all together into what I'm calling a failed musician. Where are they now? And I've got a lot of these, so I'm just going to do a portion of them now. And then as I get more going throughout the weeks, so I'll just add to this to, to the headlines okay. later. Yeah, yeah. But I'm on I, board. There's so many. So I'll just, uh, where do I start? Here we go. Uh, Chumbawamba. Remember Chumbawamba? Uh-huh. All right. And George Thorogood? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah of yeah. course. Uh, well, both of them can be found at your local AA meeting. Uh, along with the Proclaimers, who hit rock bottom after a hastily scheduled performance of their one-hit wonder, I Would Walk parentheses 500 miles <laughs> to a crowd of wheelchair-bound children at a Shriners hospital. <gasps> yeah, apparently they, all these bands are, you know, Chumbawamba yeah. with their cider drink, whiskey drink, lager drink. We know why they're, we're there and fucking George Thorogood, whiskey shot and a beer. The guy can't just do one at a time. Chill out, buddy. Uh, Michael Stipe has opened a therapy center for religious guilt remi- remission. Uh, this is a good one. Petey Pablo working with dementia patients, mostly, while spending free time playing shirts and skins pickup basketball games. Rumor has it he's got a pretty sweet helicopter move he does after big plays. <laughs> Jewel, remember Jewel? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. fucking yeah. everybody. Yeah. Beautiful Jewel, man. She works at uh, reception <laughs> at an orthodontist office, probably for the benefits. Um, Avril Lavigne owns and operates, has got a local twist, owns and operates a skate park slash trailer park in Cocoa Beach. Mm. On the hunt for a new boyfriend, no doubt. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, but yep. I've got a ton more. We'll get to those later oh, on shit. in different episodes. I was going to say, what? Oh, no. Um, this does it for us. Episode 167. Seven. Thank God you said it. 
I was our stories sure. are heaven, <laughs> or they're not. I don't fucking know. I was about to say some dumb shit. <laughs> uh, I just did for you. I am John. That is Chris Pizza Heisenberg Coleman. We hope that you guys enjoy listening as much as we enjoy chatting and shooting the shit. You can laugh with us or at us. It does not matter. And Coleman, tip your plasma purveyors. Guarantee those screen trade don't leave us like that, man, cause I'm about to lose. 